Welcome back, everybody, to Down for the Count, your favorite podcast to talk about all shit show that is pro wrestling. I am Alexis, and with me, as always, we have Tip, Janae, and Nicole. Everyone say hi. Hello. What up? Hola. (laughs) So, uh, Royal Rumble is now in the rearview window. We are officially in WrestleMania season. Uh, so we're going to focus mostly on rest, uh, WrestleMania. Wow. We're going to focus on Royal Rumble 2021 um, and get everyone's reactions about it because I know some people do have mixed reactions about some of the matches, but we'll get to that uh, when we get to it. So we're going to go match by match. So um, here we go. Of course, first, the kickoff show had the women tag champs Charlotte and Asuka versus Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. I'm going to warn you, this does contain spoilers, so if you have not watched Royal Rumble yet, please go to the WWE Network. It's still working as of right now. Uh, Lacey Evans and Flair came out, caused a distraction. Lacey punched Charlotte, and Shayna and Nia are now the women's tag champs. Once again, what do y'all think? of them and that this match and just the overall thing with Lacey, Rick, and Charlotte? At first, I was I was mad. But then what happened afterwards and what happened on Monday Night Raw, I think they're going to do what they originally planned to do. They're just going to switch out the teams. So um, I'm okay with it now. But originally, I was like, I do not want to see Nia and Shayna with those titles again. That wasn't something that I was looking forward to. Yeah. Um, I think for me, the for me personally, I think the only reason why they put those tag that tag title on Charlotte's to make her a Grand Slam champion, because I would have preferred them to have dropped the titles to some other people besides Nia Jax and Shayna. Um, but at this point, ooh, excuse me. At this point, um. I'm fine with them dropping the titles. They were giving them separate storylines and they weren't really doing much with the titles anyway when they had them. So hopefully now that they're back on Shayna and Nia, we can actually see something um, happening. Hopefully uh, Naomi and Lana can grab those titles because in my mind, they shafted Lana for Charlotte and at least give her a small title run. Give her Just give her something. Well, I mean, <clears throat> not to cut anybody off, but like, the way I see it, I believe that Lana was truly injured. I don't think that that she was, was injured. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's why that's why she didn't get that title. I I don't believe that they would do all that work with Lana just for her to get beat up in the end after beating Nia on um, Raw that night. So I I I have to believe that that whole in exchange between them. And her getting put out right before TLC was because she truly was injured. I think that they were going to go with it the way that I thought, which was Charlotte was going to come back, but she wasn't coming back right then, or she was going to come back and cost Nia and Shayna those titles and let Nia and um, Charlotte have their feud after Charlotte got injured. They brought her back faster because of Lana's injury. So Lana and Oscar would have been champion right now. It was um, due to her getting injured that cost uh, that cost them their original plan. Yeah. So now that they've switched and they got her back, I think they are going to go with it with Naomi. 
and yeah, because I don't have a problem with. And also, when you think about it, because originally Charlotte was supposed to get brought back with Andrade. Yeah. She got pulled early because of Lana being injured. Right. I don't think it necessarily had to do anything with Charlotte's like getting more title rings. I think they were just like, you know, or like, you know what? She's ready to go. Might as well just pull her up now. Even and it though it makes sense. It, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Naya injured her, you know, so it's like they were gonna bring her back in some sub in some capacity to antagonate antagonize Naya anyways. I feel um, like so it was just kind of like, well, might as like might as well just fucking do this until we figure things out or whatever. Okay, after that, I'm just. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> after that, I'm I'm not here for Lacey, Rick, and Charlotte whole storyline. I'm, I'm not either, and I feel bad <clears throat> for Charlotte that she has to be in the storyline like this. But it's like you know, same. I actually like the storyline. I, I can't stand it. I'm the only one in the group who likes it. But like I told Alexis a, um, a few days ago, like I'm okay with trashy TV, and Lacey irritates my soul. And I'm, I'm always one where I, if I don't really like the character or they do something that really gets on my nerves, I want to see their. I want to see them get their ass. Like I truly want to see that. So if they're gonna do this. They didn't need to do it right, and Charlotte needs to beat her ass. Like I'm, <laughs> like she, this bitch. I, I, my, my thing is just Charlotte was gone for six months, and I get it. She came back early because Charlotte is a fucking team player and a half. But you had six months to think of something to do with one of your top female talents, and this is the best you could think of. Yeah, this wild ass storyline. And you're going to put someone, and if y'all listen to the show, you know I used to ride really hard for Lacey, but I cannot, when wrestlers get to a point where they're stagnant or they're regressing or they're just fucking lazy, I can't roll with them anymore. And that's what she's done. And I'm like, you're going to have Lacey Evans wrestle Charlotte fucking Flair. Please, God, don't let it be at WrestleMania because Charlotte. Oh God! I'm no, it's probably going to be at um, the Fast Lane or Elimination Chamber. I hope so. It's not going to be I, at WrestleMania. I just I pray to whoever is listening that this will not be on because Charlotte doesn't deserve that. She don't. Um, okay, so I don't think this is about Charlotte. I'm going to be honest, and then we can move on. This isn't about Charlotte, and you are right about Lacey Evans regressing like that but at the same time she did she rick is being like a mentor to her which to an extent i can understand but character wise she doesn't need him so i was very much confused rick flair is mostly known for his character and flamboyancy not really known for wrestling prowess if that makes sense so i could understand them putting him with peyton royce because she needs help, okay? But if this is about working with Charlotte so that she can improve, then I can understand that too, but at the same time, it's an odd way to do it. It's it's weird. And I, even though I'm okay with the storyline, I'm not necessarily against it. I, it's just an odd way 
to do it. It, it. it doesn't flow naturally, which is why a lot of people are against it. They're like, what is this? And like, the only thing you can think of is Lacey's fucking Rick, and we're like, okay, she for the streets then. Like, <laughs> that's all I you just, get from it. I just know that if they put them in a match, Lacey is going to be exposed. And I know they're going to have, like, one match she's going to have to win, and I'm bracing myself about that. And it's just like, Charlotte, you need to put your dad in a home. And you need to make sure it's one of those homes yeah. he can't break out of. Shady like, Pines. Take him to Shady Pines. So, yeah, I just, I don't like it because they're going to have a match, and you're just going to see, because I know Charlotte's going to lose to some bullshit that Lacey and Rick are going to do. But I'm just like, you're going to, it's kind of like when she was working with Natalia, you know, Bobby yeah. was really high up, like he was super hyped about her. But you put her with Natalia, she, ex- she was exposed. We're Actually, like, you know what? Natalia better bettered her though. Yeah, but like, then what happened then? She like slipped back into being lazy. It's and- like what, it was like what Nicole said when we were talking before. When she's a heel, she's very lazy in the ring but when she's a face she works twice as hard so i don't understand because when she was on smackdown and she was a face going up against sasha and bailey <clears throat> she worked and she outworked bailey at rumble it was very clear so i was like i don't understand what happened between that lacy then and this lazy now, maybe it is because of her opponents, but you're going up against people like Naomi and Charlotte Flair, and there's no way that your work ethic should change. They're two of the top wrestlers in the world. I mean, like, and then you're in the ring with, with um, who, who was it she was in the ring with that we really, we really hated that match that Monday? Bailey. No. Or, no, no, it was on Raw and it was recent. I don't remember. She was Who was it? Was it Lacey? Or... Yeah, no, it was, it was Charlotte and Oscar. They were in a match with Charlotte and Oscar. It was on Raw. They were tag teaming. And she, like, Peyton didn't sell the natural selection right. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't even get me yeah. started. Why'd you remind That's me of that? That's the one with, like, Shayna, too. Shayna and Naya. Was it Shayna and Naya, or was it, it, was like was a, it all three of them? It was, like, a triple threat tag team match or something like that. I want to say it was, but it was just, like, that match was really bad. Yeah, because me and Don were crapping all over it, because we were like, this is just, it was just bad. It was awful. Yeah. No, no, it was uh, Charlotte versus Shayna that ended in a DQ then they restarted the match. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was the go home show. Then, for it, then it was like a, a no contest after that one, and then they restarted it again. Yeah, it was. It yeah, was, it was really bad, and I was just like, "What is this? What is what happened?" And um, I remember because Nicole was we was talking in the group chat, and Nicole was just she was pissed like. <laughs> She was so mad. And I was just like, I'm like, I don't know what it is. And Nicole was like, it's like when she gets to be a heel, she doesn't work. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Because when she first got on the roster, that's how she wrestled. And she was a heel then. And then when she switched to a face, it was like a, a flip, a switch flip. And she was like, okay, now I know how to wrestle. And she was on SmackDown after she got traded to SmackDown. 
on SmackDown, had that whole thing going with Sasha and Bailey, and she looked great. And that was when, like, Alexis was really going hard for Lacey. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, okay, well, I'm like, I fucked with Lacey anyway. So I was like, yeah, this Lacey, I can get behind. If they feel or not, if her work ethic matches what she's selling me, then I'm good. But right now, all I'm getting is you fucking old men to get opportunities. And I think that's what's turning a lot of people off, is you looking like you for the streets, my G. That's, that's what it looked like. And that's I, what it does. Honestly, yeah. now that you said about Peyton, Peyton can really pay. We need to move on from this because this is a lot more. The, the match was a good. more. <coughs> you think about it, it. Yes. Lacey don't need no help from Ric Flair. It's Peyton. Peyton don't have the character. Peyton is the one who needs the help and the structure. Why would you push Lacey with her? Lacey was set the moment she got an NXT. You knew exactly what she was presenting to you. There was no question about it. They pissed me off if I was... Well, actually, if I was ahead of WWE, we'd be... I mean, they make good money, but obviously, like, (laughs) we'd be making trucks. Anyways, if I was... eh, head of wwe or if i was creative or whatever lacy's ass would never be a motherfucking heel i don't care how good she is i would she would never she'd be fucking john cena she would never be a damn heel no god i will talk her ass the fuck out for fourth of july memorial day yes day she will be i would start her a cute little feud right around a little bit before like a month before 4th of July or some shit or the tribute to the troops I would do like a whole thing based around her um also Montez Ford because people also okay. forget that he he's he a was, marine he's, yeah he's a marine yeah really yeah he and Lacey are former marines yep. yeah him and Lacey are both marines I didn't know that cool um he doesn't talk about it as much. He'll he, like he does, but he doesn't at the same time. I didn't realize he was a marine until he was on Lillian Garcia's podcast, and I heard him say it there, and I was just like, "What?" Yeah, he was in there for a while too. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, oh, tribute for the troops. Oh, I'd make so much fucking money off a of tribute for the troops. No offense to them. Um, <laughs> and me, um, making money off of the you know our good old service men and women of the united states but anyways um oh yeah she would that's what i'm saying she would never she would be such oh she'd be such a baby face she'd be like i would literally like that cheesy bullshit would like john cena yes i would i said i would do with her that was they was trying to do with bailey but bailey was pigeonholed and she didn't like it and she was tra- she was ready for a change, and so was I. So I was glad that Bailey switched over to being a heel. It really showed what Bailey was capable of. And yeah, I-, I would do the same thing with Lacey, honestly. Yeah, if Bailey's killing it as a heel right now, and if she ever decides she wants to go back to being a face, that would be very interesting to see. But uh, well, let's 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 move on because we'll just be sitting up here talking shit about this whole nasty ass story <laughs> um, 
one more thing and then we'll move on actually do you guys seeing uh sheena and naya dropping these to like going like doing the whole thing where they go to smackdown they go to nxt no they're gonna drop it i think naomi and lana that's and they'll hold going. it. They'll hold it until whoever wins the Dusty Classic. Yep. And then they'll drop it to the Dusty Classic, and they should just stay in NXT for a time being. Or they until they drop figure it to Riot Squad. Personally, yeah. I would I would drop it to Riot Squad because I believe that they deserve it. I but, see. What I think is going to happen is they're going to drop it probably to Naomi and Lana. Then they're going to drop it to the Riot Squad. Riot Squad's going to start going into a brand and while they do that they'll probably use the Dusty Cup winners to win a couple more tax subs and then the Riot Squad will go against the Dusty Cup winners and then drop it to them and then they should keep them in NXT for a very long time. It's cool. They help me get a little title run and that's fine. And so will Lana. So it's a win-win for everybody. All right. So match that kind of made almost every single person nervous this week when after it was announced. Drew McIntyre versus Bill Goldberg for the WWE Championship. It was short like it should have been. Thank God. It was cute or whatever. It was a match. It was a thing. It happened. Drew I mean, it started off real reckless. I ain't gonna lie. Like, niggas was getting uh, (laughs) speared through barricades and shit. I was like, okay, so y'all fighting, fighting. And then... Goldberg just came in there and it, as soon as he hit them spears, that nigga was gassing the motherfucker. And I'm like, yo, like, just go lay down. Like, you need to go to Shady Times too, because you're tired as hell. <laughs> you ain't been in here but five seconds. I was, he was tired. He sh- was sweating like somebody threw five buckets of water on him. I was like, God damn. Like, Bro, he was sweating. Don't sign no more contracts. I said, fam, don't sign no more contracts. No more. She's like, I figured that Drew was going to retain just because it was the first match. And I was like, I highly doubt that because you look at Drew and like his whole like his whole run. I was like, I don't think they'll have Drew drop his title being the first match on the pay-per-view if he was going to. No, no, they've done some. They've done worse shit. Yes, they have. I just didn't. I just didn't see it with that one. I was like, I feel like they wouldn't put Drew losing his title as the first match. So I feel like it's going to be somewhere later down in the card. And I was like, this needs to be short. And quit and, he was. and get it over with. And I was like, good, it's done his job. I don't want to see Goldberg no more for the rest of the year. And Goldberg said, oh, Goldberg got done with the match. And he was just like, okay, man, you pass the test. I was like, no, I'll just be like, yeah, you whooped my ass. Like, like I appreciate that ass <laughs> And then go back to the back. Like, you, you, I said, this was a test. My nigga, what? I have been pissed off. I took four spears for a test, bitch. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, get your ass up out of here. Um, just very concerning because the night before Royal Rumble uh, some stuff had leaked out on Twitter and of course when I tried to find the original tweet it looked like it had been deleted but screenshots last forever Uh, apparently something was pissing off the major higher ups in the back of WWE along with certain superstars and apparently it was a way that one of the matches were supposed to end so a lot of people began freaking out thinking Goldberg was going to win and then here comes Brock Lesnar 
understand why. I don't understand why people keep thinking Brock Lesnar is going to show he's up. Not going anywhere during COVID. He's just not. He's not doing. He that. was. He was very, very adamant about not contributing to this possible spread of the virus. Correct. Um, of not getting it to like his children and the people that works for him. Like he's yeah. very. He was like very, very adamant about it. He was the, one of the first people to start that was yelling at Vince about COVID protocols. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think he was the one. He was the first one that got that got on Vince's Vince's and them's ass about having COVID protocols. I think another thing too is um, he's in Canada right now, um, so trying to get over to the states is kind of hard. That's why, as of right now, the WWE is suing. Um, what are the, what is the name? They're suing the um, immigration department. The immigration the immigration department because they're trying to get people over here and they're using like because you can get over here if it's like essentially you gotta go through Mexico. Yeah, yeah, and they're and they're trying to get people over here and they're not letting them in. So that's why I'm just like he ain't trying to go nowhere. And even if he wanted to, he can't because it's it's gonna be damn near impossible to get your ass over here. Yeah. Well, I'm just letting you know how the internet was reacting. I mean, internet's fucking stupid, but I think we all know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it would if if COVID wasn't a thing, would you? Wouldn't that be the first thing you think of? Was like they're gonna let this old ass man win this I know, title? I, mean, I, I know I, I'm the I, only person on here. I don't I mind don't Brock so. Lesnar to a certain I, extent. I hate Brock. I don't because I really liked him in his first run in WWE. I I, I was yeah, so this this so this dude's crazy. Like I really liked him in his first WWE run. Um, I liked what he was doing when he was in New Japan. I thought he was great there, as well. That, um, that's like those when you look at like the quality of his matches there, the quality of what he presented. Yeah. Those are two staunch different characters. Like I exactly, I can respect Lesnar from back in the day because he was out there working. But you're talking about a man who was coming into WWE and wrestling like he was in UFC. Yeah, and I ain't like that shit. I don't like it at all. Like, I ain't I ain't talking about the man's work ethic and what he what he taught people and how nice he was. That's outside of my realm because I don't know Brock Lesnar like that. But what I do know is that he don't mind being overpaid because you're overpaid for what you do. Let's just keep it real. $10 million and you work maybe four, maybe seven shows a year and all you do is come out and talk and then hit people with that S5 and then you're gone? No, sir. I'm not paying you $10 million to do that. Well, I mean, that's their, their fault for paying him for it. I mean, I know. I take I'm just it. Saying. There is two things that I do like about Lesnar. Number one, the whole COVID thing, of course. And number two, he also knocked the dog shit out of Chris Jericho. So I always thought that was funny. Yeah, like his work, Brock is one of the people, and I can't really say no, because Charlotte low-key does this too. Charlotte low-key don't, so, don't sell for certain people. And I love her, I love her, but it, it's, I mean, we're just going to call it thing for thing. She don't sell for certain people. Um, and then Brock Lesnar doesn't hardly sell for anybody except for like three people, Love and Seth. those are like he'll Seth sell Rollins. for Seth Finn, yeah, 
and Daniel Bryan. He does and he does for Roman because he respects him. And that's yeah. that's pretty much it. Literally, that's that's it. And then like also, and then this, and now obviously we can move on from the match because there's nothing else to discuss about that match, but um but Lesnar was the one who requested to have that bout with Finn. Really? Yeah. 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 He requested him. He well, he's been asked well, I guess apparently he was asking for it for a long time. And he kept on, kept on, kept on. And I guess he did some like, I'm not showing up to like whatever or not gonna do something. Or I think he said he wasn't gonna drop it to Seth or something. If he didn't have that match with Finn. Damn. My only issue is, and then we can move on, is when he requests that he have these matches, like it's just so disappointing for me specifically. Because I'm like, oh I don't care. I think it's funny. I'm like, oh no, they'll put him up against him and then they just get like beat down like it i just be want, i just be wanting a fair shake that's that is it like i only want nothing else just like give these people a fair shake please all right oh, no, i don't mind them and then we can move on all right so okay next match we have the SmackDown Women's title, we have Sasha Banks versus Carmella. I'm kind of going to be honest, and this might piss some people off. This was not my favorite match of the night. It no, wasn't good. It was eons better than Goldberg and McIntyre, and that's no shade to Drew, like, at all. But it just wasn't my favorite. Um, I, I think Carmella she did okay. Um, she had a suicide um, dive in there, and I thought she almost killed herself. Sasha had to check on her. You know, yeah, tap her on the back, like, girl. Like, girl, you breathing? You all right? Right, you okay? She got up real quick. So Sasha was like, all right, we got to finish this damn match. Let's go. I'm like, ooh, Jesus. Girl, you scared the hell out of me. But I, mean, I, I, was, I was checked out because I knew this was coming, and I, I was aware of who was going to win. And I was just like, okay, I need this to hurry up and be over with. It was because I had seen it already, and it just it, it wasn't doing nothing for me. But it wasn't a bad match either. I'm just gonna be real. Janae, Nicole, what do you guys think? Um, I I didn't like it. I mean, but it wasn't horrible. But I thought there match what was what was the last pay-per-view was that tlc yeah i thought that tlc match was um better um carmella looks great in the ring and this isn't just talking about like our character like she's doing really good mm-hmm. she's improved so much mm-hmm. so much like I, what is that one her what what is that new finisher of hers what is it called? Mm. Whatever that fucking finisher she has, what, whoever what came up with that. Code of Silence, then she has that <clears throat> face buster. I love that face buster because I love it because not a lot of women usually do that. 
or and the ones that we did have like do it like people like it was like a china or um i think was it nikki bella used it they called nikki it the bella one. used it her and well nikki bella needed that because she's strong and then someone else did it like i love i love stuff i love finishers like that from women because it looks it looks so harsh didn't didn't they name that the implant buster at one point yeah i could have sworn someone had a finishing because they stopped doing it for a while yeah (laughs) they called it the implant implant ruptured after taking a face buster i don't know girl my titties are real i don't know i can't i remember here i remember hearing it called that I don't know if necessarily if anyone's implants actually busted, but I mean, that's a good way to bust them. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Janae, you got any, got any say on it? Um, The match was fine. Nothing really spectacular. I knew she was going to win. The face plant looked horrendous, so I'm glad her nose is still connected to her face. Um, but other than that, it it was it was an okay match. Uh, Carmella's shown that she's gotten a lot better, so like I ain't got to shit talk about her anymore because she's shown that she's improved. So I'm still gonna do it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, she don't you know. care Bill. Whoever did her eyebrows, her hair is too blonde for you to be using a pencil that dark. Oh. <laughs> All right. So I like her eye makeup though. Her eye makeup. Oh is yeah. What made me mad? Everything else was good, and I was like, "Those fucking eyebrows." <laughs> her eye makeup was perfect, and that lip color, her foundation was good. I was those eyebrows. I'm like, "What the fuck?" I just want one more, one more thing, Alexis, and we can move on. I really like Sasha's um, Louis-inspired gear, and I don't understand why people have such an issue with it. I liked her gear. I thought I forgot about her gear. I'm not being shady, but I just forgot about it. I really did. I was like, her gear looks really nice. I never thought, like, it was brown and white. And then when you looked at it close, it had like the sparkle and it had the the Louis um, symbols in her gear. And I'm just like, this is cute. I saw that. I really liked that. It was very simple, but when you saw it, you're like, oh, okay. Right. But people were shitting on it. I was like, I'm like, what's wrong with the gear? They were like, I don't like no brown and white. I'm like, girl. <laughs> because Fuck. people got so well, there's people bitching about something else that's going on. We're moving into the to the next match. It is the women's royal rumble. Uh, oh, it was best this- match of the night. <laughs> it should have went last. Period. Yeah. This should have made a fucking main event of this show because I don't know if the guys weren't paying attention, but y'all need to step your fucking game up next year or no one's going to be watching your ass at all. First of all, Victoria came back. That was awesome. I screamed when she came out. I was excited. Jillian was there and I hear Jillian just had a baby, so congratulations to you, Jillian. Yeah, who was that chick that came out with the microphone singing? I don't know who. Yeah, that was. Oh my god! She wasn't wasn't watching wrestling then. Then you gotta have to give her a break. 
So Jillian Hall came in at the time where a lot of like the diva, the diva era had not kicked in yet, but it was very, um, it was not, yeah. And she originally started as, how do I know this shit, but I can't do math. He originally started as a cabinet member to JBL when he was Correct. doing like basically his little George Bush impersonator, which I don't want to talk about that. But she came out, she was very pretty, like she was very pretty, but they put this, uh, this ugly ass, like prosthetic mole on her face. Yeah. I'm not talking about cute little, you know, the cute ones you could pass off as a beauty, but no bitch, this thing looked like a scab. Like she like slid across her face and like, <laughs> of the operable shit going on on like one side of her face. And, and like- Boogeyman ate it all. <laughs> oh, that, oh. I have never thrown up at pro wrestling. At, at <laughs> I puked. Like, I didn't even make it to the bathroom. He did that. I puked in my living room. Oh, let me, oh I have a picture. Let me see if I can post it. Oh, it looks, no. <laughs> you have to see it. You have to see it today because it's, it's hilarious. I got my beanie on. It looks gross now, but it, it was so weird back then. So, and the thing was. Okay, can you see it? Wait, hold on. Uh, like the thing was, she never understood. Why does it look like chitlins? <laughs> Can you zoom out, please? I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like unclean chitlins. Oh, God. It was so funny. Oh, it was so good. good. Go look it up on YouTube. I hate you. Go look it up on YouTube and eats it. And then she kind of just, like, she's lost in the ether because JBL's cabinet breaks up. And rumor is, this is why they did this. So she became a singer because that's when, like, Britney and all of them were, like, at their peak. But the deal was she was so tone deaf, she thought she was so great. And everyone else was like, no, you suck. She's horrible. She would come out singing her theme song. She would have like a head microphone on and she would wear like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera kind of gear. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> she was Jillian Hall. Uh, she didn't get her flowers. Oh my God. We got, we need to do a special episode about her because she was fucking hilarious like she's like again i mean that's like how billy is like she is like natural comedic timing she was the prototype for billy if you think about it yeah so she like and here's the thing so at that time hogan was on his mini outs with the wwe and his and it's when he had his talk show and, and everything like that. That not talk show, but this like the reality TV show he had for like a hot second. Hogan does best or Hogan yeah. knows best. Hogan Hogan's a racist. I don't know what it was called. Oh girl. <laughs> so, so part of the show was that Hogan's Terry's daughter, Brooke, wanted to be a singer. <laughs> I like that one song, though. So, her song was good. It was, like, kind of a forgettable early 2000s, you know, pop hit. 
very real, real Paris Hilton esque, very heavily auto tuned. And at that point, Hogan had kind of got into a thing with Vince. Not sure what happened. I don't remember the full story. So the whole Jillian singing gimmick was taking a shot mm. at Terry. It was funny. <laughs> like Jillian released a Christmas album. Like that's how far <laughs> that she This shit's funny. I don't it was horrible. <laughs> it was so horrible. I fucking love her. It's just it, was, like, oh, it was so good to see her. I'm glad she's had, doing good. We hadn't seen her in a while, so she looked. I don't cool. remember the last time I seen her. Like I really don't. I don't her, remember either. Her and Victoria looked fucking amazing. Victoria, like, Victoria and AK. <laughs> she deserved As it. she deserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't get why they had, and this is again no shade because people get all up in arms. I don't understand why they had Tori Wilson come back again. It's like we've seen you. Like, I think because she lives down there, honestly. Yeah, she was close by. They needed to fill some spots, so they put her in there. I don't know. I love the fact that Naomi and Bianca, like, basically fucking Naomi came back. She was number two. Yeah. Her and I want to see her and Bianca go at it, like, one day. I really do. Naomi lasted, like, 47 minutes in the ride. I thought it was longer than that. They said she was in there about 47, 50 minutes because she got eliminated by um, Naya and Shayna. See, there's a couple things about Royal Rumble I want to ask you guys when we got down to it. My favorite part, though, was with her and Bianca when they were both hanging over the, like, on the bottom rope. Yeah. And they're, like, fighting each other, and then Naomi's like, wait, we gotta get back in here. And she's like, okay. <laughs> they do, like, that in motion, like. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, the women's rumble I really I liked the only thing that made me mad was that when Shayna and Nia got eliminated they got back in the ring and the refs did absolutely jack shit to stop yeah they usually don't interfere anyway so I was I mean I was mad that they got back in there but like I said they usually don't do nothing about it anyway um, I remember when Seth did it Seth went in there and eliminated Joe and um, was it Alistair Black that one time? Was it last year? That pissed me, that pissed me off. What? Well, when they when the, she was saying that the rest didn't get involved, and I was like, they usually don't because it's like a free. They usually don't because it's technically the Royal Rumble is a no is it's essentially it's a no DQ match, right? So it's like technically. Technically, it shouldn't have been allowed, but it's just kind of like it is kind of allowed at the same yeah. time. So it's just like I don't really get too non pressed about it as long as it doesn't happen. Like, every I don't time. see like two, yeah, like every time. If I don't see if, or if I see like three eliminate two or three eliminations like that, I'd be like, okay, now come on now. Right. You do it too um, much. I did like the fact that Alicia Fox came back. And she finally got her, you know, got to be in the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, yeah. She looked, she looked amazing, too. So, um, I was I was wrong about Liv's gear. It was not HBK-inspired. It was uh, Christina Aguilera-inspired. How did you not know that? Because I saw the chaps, and I'm like, oh, it's it. Because when I, I'm stupid, when I see chaps, I think of Shawn Michaels. 
I saw her because I, I didn't pay attention. I was looking at her hair because I was because her hair, she always is good with her hair. And I looked at her baby. I was like, is that? And I saw, I said, like, and then I saw the back. I said, oh, she's doing Christina. And I was like, yes. <laughs> okay i'm sorry i got it wrong Glenn. my bad my bad <laughs> x dirty was like peak christina aguilera janae what do you think you, did you get to see the women's rumble or yeah um i thought that was probably well i couldn't say if it was the best thing so i didn't see the whole pay-per-view the fun some of the funny parts was naomi and bianca Blair. i thought that was funny i thought it was funny that bailey entered number one and if you like closely watch throughout that whole match, she's just getting her ass kicked. Yes. <laughs> she was just getting her ass kicked left and right. Yeah. Um, As she should. I like that I saw Nikki Cross. She looks good. She's been working out. She looks really good. Um, but other than that, yeah, I thought it was it was fine. I didn't know who that Gillian chick was. Um, I heard <laughs> I heard of Victoria. I'd never seen any of her matches, so that was my first time seeing it. I really love how Peyton, not Peyton, but Billy kept trying to find a partner. <laughs> yes! Billy made it fun in the beginning. She really did. And then, like, Shotzi came out and almost hit her with the ball, like... That was Shotzi! Shotzi! She was the only one I was really upset about when she got eliminated. I was like, oh, come on. Like She couldn't last a little bit longer. Naomi lasted 47 minutes and 43 seconds in the Rumble, and Bianca lasted 56 minutes and 49 seconds in the Rumble. So, yeah, and, I, and I will eat my words too because I thought Bailey was gonna win. I didn't see. Bailey, I did. So, so I will eat my words with that one. I'm happy. I'm glad Bailey to be wrong. I'm very proud that she won. Me too. Um, I'm gonna say I. Am I eat my words saying this too? I don't think she's gonna win the belt at Royal Rumble. Who? Bianca? Bianca. I think she will win it, but I think she might not get it at WrestleMania, but I think she will oh. get it, like, if, if they run the match back again, I think she'll get it then. I don't know, but um, other than that, the Women's Royal Rumble, it was, it was, it, it was fun it was to great. watch. I loved it. It my was the favorite, best match of the night. My favorite part is when Bliss came out. Oh, that was and, funny. And, like, she fucking... Uh, she starts like all the, the lights start going out and everyone else just kind of freezes and she's like you know gonna transform or whatever that bullshit is and Rhea's like Rhea's seen too many horror movies she's like nah bitch and she's just like knocking <laughs> the fuck out like, you transform like, out there you can do it out there on the flow I was actually surprised that I was surprised that Bliss got it eliminated that quick. I thought she'd be in there a little bit longer, but I was like, I, I did mean, too. Cause she lasted very long. So. I she lasted very long in the in the other Rumble, so I thought she was gonna last pretty long in this one. But I just don't. I here. didn't think it made sense for her character because it's like, what are you? Especially what she's doing right now. It's like it wouldn't really make sense for her to be in there long. That's the same thing. Like people are like, "Oh, Bray Wyatt's gonna come out. No, he's, he's gonna not. come out." I said, "No, because it wouldn't make sense." No, he haven't been before, he haven't and this is out. like for the men's one. So right, I, so I like understood her not being in there very long. So I was like, "It doesn't make sense." Yeah, but, but been there in weeks though, so it wouldn't make sense for him to come out there. 
yeah but but also with like the character in general because it's like and that's the same thing with alexa bliss it's like everybody was staring at her and Rhea was like i'm not just gonna like stand here and watch her fucking transform she watches enough dragon ball z to know what kind of outcome that brings exactly she's like she loves she loves dragon ball z she has a fucking vegeta tattoo that was what her gear was inspired by at wrestlemania last year that y'all was taking off yeah and i and i still dragged her for it it's cute it was cute though but I don't know she, why I mean, you no, she so is. She is, she's a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. She does have. A, she has a Vegeta tattoo. I think she has like two Vegeta tattoos. He got tattooed up. Yeah. Her legs are all tattooed. That's yeah. Her legs. Yeah. Like, she's she's working on her arms now. Um, yeah, because they keep telling her not to because because of the dolls they make, and they tell you like every time you get a tattoo, they have to remake your Mattel dolls or um, yeah. whoever is making the dolls this year. They have to remake them. So yeah. she was kind of pissed that she couldn't get any more tattoos for a while. Yeah, but now she can because we're not making any right now. Um, that's why all of them are getting tattoos now because they can get away with it. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but also speaking of Rhea, and then we can move on to the um, next match, but um, Rhea did an amazing job she did no shame in her coming in a second place nope there is some controversy or it could just be people or just assholes and this is the reason we can't have everything nice uh someone someone put on twitter and it's made its way to tiktok where where they're hanging out over the rope where both of them were it looks like both of bianca's feet are on the ground and really? people are making a really big deal about it, how now technically Rhea Ripley should be the women's Royal Rumble winner. So the thing are- is, and this is why I don't like a lot of things getting posted without any context. If you rewatch the video and if you watch a close-up, her feet don't touch. They're both grazing. Mm. Because she's kicking. Because of the shadows, because the camera angle looks shitty, it looks like her feet are on the ground, touched the ground, but they didn't. Yeah, both of her feet weren't fully planted on the ground. I don't no. understand why people. I'm not even gonna go into it. Beyond yeah, that's why I don't. Winner. That's why I didn't really want to talk about because a lot because I had somebody there like, oh, are you gonna? I'm like, no, I don't want to mention it because it's just it's just feeding into that sect of like bullshit. the fans of bullshit. It's like okay. you. Can, I say when you can clearly watch the actual video and see it. But someone took a screen grab of that fucking angle and they think that they're a fucking, they think that they're a fucking smart and they know everything when it's like, dude, like just watch the fucking video. Why don't you and just you say you wanted Rhea Ripley to win the Yeah, Royal just Rumble. say like I'm Saucy Rhea one or I'm I'm mad at this black bitch won the Royal Rumble that's, because that's really that's what you want to say. Thank that's you. what I was going to say. It's like, is that I'm what you're mad. really mad at? Or, I mean... Sorry, yeah, so that's right. why I didn't want to yeah. talk about it because I didn't want to like feed into that negativity and like take away from what Bianca accomplished because I'm not trying to give any of that validity to any of that bullshit that's trying to get sprouted about it. Oh, that's right. No, you're good. Okay. 
Excuse me. Yeah. Best match I think of the night was that. Um, so after we match, they actually go through. Okay. Then we come to a match that's actually causing a lot of controversy in itself. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens in a last man standing match for the Universal title. That match was good. This was good. But here's a couple of things people were pointing out. Tiff actually said this on uh, her live that she does. Jay Uso was supposed to be in the Rumble. He wasn't there. He's um he's not medically cleared for some reason. Yeah. I don't remember why. We don't know what his injuries are, but he wasn't medically cleared. Uh, okay. Well, goddamn, everyone's getting fucking hurt. Um, there, but there is a controversy with this match, or at least people blowing it up out of proportion. No, actually, no, that is. is valid. It is a controversy. This because... one's actually valid. Uh, what happened was the the yeah, ref. So he got he got they got to the match. Like first of all, the match was fine. It was great. Like I will say this, y'all used that damn golf cart to run K- KO over. Y'all know y'all stole that <laughs> stole that shit from AEW. I actually I saw that and I realized WWE did that when Kane ran over Raven. WrestleMania 17. Yeah. Are we gonna? Okay. That's what people were saying. They're like, "Well, you can't say that WWE stole it when technically they did it first. And then everyone's like, "Well, that was like 20 years ago." There's like, "That's not the point." You're saying like AEW originated. They're basically saying that AEW was the originator of the golf cart running someone over. Like no one has ever done it before. That's not what I was saying. I was just. Rikishi's the one who started the whole damn thing when he ran over Stone Cold. There you yeah, go. because what what happened was when that when that match happened, that scene happened. Matt Hardy posted the clip of um, him and Sammy Guevara, and all the AEW was like, "Yeah, they're trying to take from AEW because they know they can't ever be better than AEW." And people were like, "Well, technically, they started posting clips of Kane and uh, Raven, and the one with Rikishi." And they're like, you guys didn't originate getting ran over by something. This has been done plenty of times in other places. And then... Um, I'm going to go on record and say I was joking, so I don't know why it got to be so deep. No, okay. you're, no, that's because no, you're, people no, you're were fine. making it deep online. So, after the whole... After, I mean, KO did some stunts, and I was just like, both of them need to be dead right now. And it was it was it was a really intense, good match. At the end is where the controversy comes in. Kevin Owens locked Roman with the handcuffs he was trying to use. He locked him up on the bottom of that post inside the arena. So the ref is counting. Roman knocks out the original ref, so nobody's counting. He can't get free. Heyman takes all day to come out there. And even when Heyman comes out there, he can't unlock the handcuffs for some reason. The new ref is out there. He starts counting, but then he stops. And I swear to you, at least a minute or two went by with us sitting there watching Roman struggling to get out and (laughs) and the ref just standing there looking at both of them. Now, everybody was... Everybody's coming at me because this is what I said, okay, on the live stream I had. I understand that Kevin Owens was not supposed to win the match. That's not the point. 
When you have a match like that and an error occurs, you have to improvise. Roman could have very easily did something to the new referee. The referee could have moved over to Roman, checked on him. Roman could have told him, look, we got to figure out some kind of way to make this look right. So I'm going to knock you out. You got to play your part, though. That's simple. If you're wrestling, you know this shit is streamed live on TV. You have to improvise. Shit like that is going to happen. It just didn't look right. It looked like Kevin Owens won the match four times by the time he got out those handcuffs. That's what it looked like. And I was like, I was like, it, it baffled me because I'm like, the referee wasn't counting. Yeah, but we all knew KO wasn't going to win. That's not the fucking point. You're supposed to make the match look as if Kevin Owens had plenty of opportunity to win and he just couldn't capitalize on it or Roman cheated to keep himself from losing, okay? That's the way it's supposed to look. It's not supposed to be obvious. They could have did a quick thing like Paul Heyman hit the ref. Like, just right. do like a, a shove or because you know you hit the ref like a tap and he acts like he's got nailed with a baseball bat or something. Because right. there was nothing Kevin could do at the time. He was over there still trying to recover. That nigga had just jumped off of a fucking forklift and fell on Roman twice. Not to mention he got ran over by a golf cart. I think he deserved a little bit of time to lean on some motherfucking stacks or shit and just rest for a couple of seconds. And they over there trying to get him out. He was locked up. He could not get out. Well, I was getting worried at first because I was like, I hope his arm isn't stuck in there. Yeah. Because that's what I was getting scared. I was like, is his arm stuck in there? He was fine. He just that he could they couldn't unlock those handcuffs. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. I was like, they're gonna have to like come up with some bullshit. Because I was like, he might be stuck on there until they cut cameras and they gotta, um, and they have to wire cut his wire cut them cuffs off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was that was the controversy. It was that yeah. he was in those handcuffs and there was no referee counting. And I, I I'm still baffled because people. When people are looking at matches and they're already like, okay, we all know that they're predetermined. Okay, great. You're well aware of that. But you're not talking about a predetermined match in terms of what you already know. We're talking about how it looks. Okay? So let's say you, you're, you're, you know, 12, 13 years old and you're not necessarily, you know, all about kayfabe. You're watching the match and you see it. It was like, okay, well, it looked like Kevin Owens wanted to meet the referee not counting. Why is it the ref counting? That is the question. Why wasn't the referee counting? The answer I got was, well, maybe Vince told the ref not to count. Okay, great. But you have to do something in the meantime to make this look right. It just didn't look right. Yeah. I don't know why fucking Bleacher Report's giving that an A minus, but okay. But besides that, I mean, I think it was a pretty good match, though. I mean, I thought it was very good. That shit was just, I was like, oh my gosh. I said, someone needs to come fix this. Um, And also, and then we can go, 
I just want to say this really quick and we can move on. Matt does shit like that to be messy and for the people who are all like, oh, people, fans are taking it the wrong way. I said, if it was literally fucking anybody else, I would have just been like, haha, whatever. But I was like, he does that shit to be messy. It's not even to like, it's not even to like poke like poke fun at it and like a good you know you know like good humor like oh like you know just to like have like a laugh like no he purposely does shit like that to be fucking messy and kenny omega sent a tweet because i guess people were fucking harassing him about the fucking spot and he was like i saw it he was like i thought they did a great job it was funny i don't again he was like i don't know what you guys want yeah, because everyone else was like, oh, he did a swanton off of a, a forklift and Sammy did that. Yeah. He was like, Kevin Owens and Sammy were not the first person to do swantons off the top of something very high. Like Kevin's been jumping that? off his shit since they got that new Raw set the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of like, how come all of a sudden AEW does something and they're the originators and we just seemingly forget that they're not the ones who originated that. That has been done before by many of other wrestlers not in AEW. AEW, everything is so fresh and new, and and they're gonna have okay. guys. Guess, guess what? Guess what? Hey, oh, drop jumped off that fucking off the mania sign. Yep, that shit was lit. That shit yep. was fucking lit. I was scared. And it's like, <laughs> I'm ready for it because, like, Wednesday, I guess Penelope and Chip are getting married on TV. And everyone's like, oh, I can't believe they're gonna do it. I'm like, it's a wrestling wedding. You know some bullshit's about to go down. We just saw one on Impact like a couple months ago. Oh, is it like Rosemary and Johnny Bravo? Yeah. 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 Oh shit! Speaking of Impact, oh my god, I completely missed it. All right, we got one. We got one more match, and it is the Men's Royal Rumble. Mm Mhm. I didn't like it. It seemed rush. Oh, you got me fucked up. I'm not watching a TJP match. <laughs> now, I like Carlito coming back. That took me out. I was like, the bitch, <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. Carlito come back. Look, fucking, um, Carlito never looked that good in his original run. I have to agree. I, I saw him and I was like, what the? I'm like, damn. Is that oh. is that what you do when you get eat apples every day? Because shit, I'll start if that if that shit works. Then yeah, let, let, share your secrets, Carlito. I need to Carlito all thick and, and muscular, and then he all tanned up. I was like, God damn, Carlito, you ain't have to come out and show us out like that. That's messed up. But you look good though. Janae, how do you feel about the rumble? I didn't see the men's rumble. You didn't see it? No, I didn't. Like when I when I watched the pay per view live, I just saw the pre show match, and then Drew McIntyre and Goldberg, and then today I watched the some of the women's, and then Sasha and Bailey, uh, Sasha, Sasha and Carmella's, and then I I fell asleep. Oh, jeez. Well, what? Edge oh. came back. He Iron Maned it. He won. Yes. And because we are wrestling fans and we can't have anything nice, we everyone we started bitching that Edge won. 
Well, okay, so let's let's be real. Okay, so Jabba Tears have posted the coffee talk, which I like his because he he makes it so that it starts conversation, right? And he said he wasn't a fan of Edge winning because Edge is a legend. He didn't need to win the Rumble, and he felt like that was a good opportunity to start building new stars. My question was, who would you have put in his place? Because what you're what you're asking, what you're talking, he said he's not worried about marketing and all of that. But that is something you have to factor in. First of all, let's look at the perspective. If WWE, they're moving to the Peacock Network, okay? And if I were WWE, I would put my strongest foot forward too. Who's one of the biggest stars on the roster who just came back and got one of the most welcoming returns in WWE history? I don't think that it wasn't a good idea to make Edge the winner of the 2021 Royal Rumble. Although I agree, he made a good point that if Goldberg had won, people would be upset. But let's just iron that out too. In the last couple of years, Goldberg has been champion, what, twice? He's been champion once. He took that belt off of KO some years back. And then he took the title off of The Fiends some year, a couple years back, too. So what you're saying is a person who's already been champion at least twice within the last six years didn't need to go into the Rumble and win it. You're absolutely right. But a man who hasn't wrestled in over nine years was able to come back once and come back and actually be a part of the Rumble last year and then this year come in to win it, that is a totally different scenario. So you can't you can't correlate Goldberg to to Edge. They don't fit. Also you can't correlate for the fact that Edge can still go. But besides him being out for that time and this match was proof, he could still go in there for a while. And even with his bouts at Randy, he can still consistently perform at a high level when needed. Goldberg can't. Goldberg could barely perform at that level when he was in his prime. Let alone now. He was, that match was what, six minutes? Mm-hmm. He was out of breath most of the time, more yep. so than Drew. And Drew was the one who just had fucking COVID. Yep. So that's why people, that's why I don't like the whole Goldberg argument because they're at two different talent spectrums. Yes, they're not too far off in age, but Edge's conditioning and his all around talent that he's had makes it I I find I'm okay with it also and now that and also when you think about it I can't even though I really wanted to be Keith and I was like I was like really thinking about it and I was like even if he was there I said I don't think he would have I said I think he would have been the final two yep I don't think Kay would have gave it to him because I love Keith. I don't think he's ready for that yet. Um, I think he's ready. I think he but, he is, but he they haven't. 
and my when I mean he isn't ready, I'm not talking about him necessarily. I'm talking about like his character. Like what they've done with his character isn't ready yet. Like it's just they've just done too much weird back and forth. I think they need to consistently build him up more. So I'd be like, okay, yes, like let's go. So people would more people would be behind him. Correct. Because they've seen what he what he's capable of part of the storyline they've used to build him. Exactly. So I do understand. I, I I understand with the sense, but honestly, is there anyone there that you could really see be like that mm-hmm. it makes sense? That's what really, I was um, especially with this peacock deal. Mm-hmm. The way that they're gonna have to market WrestleMania this year. And they brought up and a lot of people brought up Cesaro. A lot of people brought up Shen, and a lot of people brought up Big E. Here's my problem. The same, if you're going to say about Keith Lee that they haven't given him a consistent storyline to really let people rally behind him, then same can be said for Big E. Big E's popularity stems from New Day, which is fine, but I don't. there's no issue with Big E. He I has the IC e. title. I don't understand why people wanted him. If he didn't have the tight IC title, I'd been like, sure, whatever. He could win the fucking Rumble. But he, why would you want him to... So you want your IC champion tied up within a Royal Rumble win? Mm. For what? If that was the case, then they shouldn't have had Sammy drop the title to, to, um, to Big E. Exactly. That, so and, I don't understand I people's reasoning. So I was then they were like, well, Cesaro's a good fit. And I'm like, Cesaro is one of those type of guys that are very good in the ring. They're great. But story-wise, I don't see how it would work if they don't build him up. If if he doesn't show that he can make a story worthwhile, then I don't see how it would work in my opinion. And you're going and you have to think. He would be going up against Roman, who right now is at the peak of his career. He's a juggernaut. It would not look right. I'm sorry. He would get eaten alive. Then you put him up against Drew, and it would, like, to me, it's like having, Drew is one of those type of guys where if he's not a heel, he doesn't, sometimes he doesn't read well with against other people. And I think that's kind of what's happening now. I don't I don't think Drew and, and Cesaro would have a good back and forth between the two of them. Like Seamus is gonna make Drew look like what he what he should, which is a strong face, but not no baby face. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's gonna be emotional between them, obviously, and it's gonna work. It's not gonna be like that with Cesaro being a heel. He's gonna come across very smug, which is fine. He's gonna be smug and crash, but that's all you're gonna get. And Drew's just gonna feed off of what he's giving him, which isn't much. Cesaro has a habit of not giving a lot when he performs in terms of his character. So I was like, for me, that's not a strong booking for a WrestleMania match. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna be into watching that. So the thing too is I was wondering, I was like, wow, they're really giving Cesaro a push. And then I something told me to go check um when people's contracts are up. His contract is up after WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Okay. 
So I'm thinking maybe they're giving him this small of a push to have him to stay, but I'm just like, I don't think he's he's not going to go anywhere. I don't see Cesaro leaving. WWE. Cesaro ain't go- if Cesaro's been there for that fucking long. He ain't going to go nowhere. Once his wife or his girlfriend, or, uh, I don't know if, it, if it's a wife or girlfriend, but he's a trainer, Sarah. She's a trainer at the PC. I was like, I don't think she's going. I don't think he's going anywhere. He ain't he's going not anywhere. Anyway. Yeah, like I don't. He's not leaving. That's it's like when I always like when people up. are like. Oh, like Cesaro, Cesaro ain't fucking going nowhere. No, I mean it's it's and it's not. I'm just. I was just like, well, you just tell me who you think is going to be able to be the one. Well, if they had took the time to build up a guy, <clears throat> they wouldn't have to worry about that. Okay, great. And then somebody was like, well, Adam Cole could have been the one. I'm like, are you? I think are the you fuck serious? not. I love Adam Cole. You know how mad I would have been. Are you serious? I'm you like, you I would have been. Well, I'm like, crap. y'all are pissed now. Y'all would be fucking mad if Adam Cole's debut match was at WrestleMania. Are you serious? Are you serious? You want Matt, you want it, and this is the people you wanted Adam Cole to walk his funky ass down that ramp at number thirty mm. and win and win. They're and then go and it'll show up at WrestleMania and win a belt. Are you fu- are you on crack? Because then Raiden would bring him in and then he would lose. And I they're, guarantee you he wouldn't be going up against Roman. They put his ass with Drew and he would take the title off of Drew. They're mad that Edge won and now they're mad that Edge is going to be on NXT tomorrow. He's going to show up and talk up. shit and leave. That's yeah. what he's supposed to do. Here's the That's what he's the- supposed to do. Here's here. Why why does Edge have to be on NXT? And I'm just like, so you're upset that Edge is going to NXT, but then you're still you're okay with the older wrestlers being on AEW. It's the same thing. They don't know what they want. And you don't I don't listen to people like that because they don't know what they want and they just pick and choose it. Everybody was fickle because of the um of the situation with um Drew, not Drew, but the situation with Edge winning and then the situation with Goldberg. I'm like I disagree. Yeah, there are two different types of wrestlers and two different types of of situations. I disagree on why he thinks they're fickle, but there are fickle fans because the very same people who are complaining about Bianca winning, being um, the Royal Rumble winner, were the very same ones complaining last year that she was knocked out. And I'm like, y'all. Y'all just flow with the wind. Y'all don't give a sh- y'all don't have no y'all don't have no you don't have no substance to you at all. The they same people know. that are upset about Bad Bunny being at Royal Rumble are the same ones that love when Mike Tyson was recently on TV when Snoop Dogg did that flop ass frog splash on TV. Oh, Jesus. Bad Bunny's frog splash was better than Snoop's. Yeah. Well, <laughs> period. There's no, it really just- was. They're fine that Zach wanna... and Cody are going to have a match. You're fine with that, but no. not that. Let me tell you something. Damian Priest had a wonderful Royal Rumble. He looked one. He looked great in the Rumble. He had. He threw Alexis very... Mary out. <laughs> <laughs> he looked great. He he performed Good. beautifully. You dumbass motherfucker! We're in the middle of a goddamn pandemic. <laughs> And you can't tell you mm, that pissed me off so goddamn bad. <laughs> like we got shit that we need to get done here. 
we got shit that needs to be doing. He but showed up it. at the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny because you know this shit very seriously. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Tweet him, he's probably gonna fucking block. <laughs> no, it's really so messed up. No, like, why? Why? Like, here's another thing it's like, why did you have Hurricane show up? You had my fucking mayor show up, but you couldn't get Hurricane was terrible. Yeah, he didn't keep so, his ass in the back. Daryl kind of popped up. He, he likes the hurricane. They could have got anybody to show up in his place, though. Apparently TJ wanted to, but Vince told him no. But Vince was Why? there, so TJ should have just went out. Uh, y'all could have had anybody from NXT show up, but I mean they weren't doing that. Why did they put have Dr. Escobar in there? Shit, let him do it. He ain't doing nothing. Priest showed up, so I was happy about that. Well, he's, he's promoting roster anyway, so. I was fine with him showing up. I was like, that was a good way to have him be introduced is to bring him in via the Rumble. That was better than the idea that we heard. I don't even remember the original one. To bring Um, him in as KO's friend in his feud with um, Roman. And Roman and Kevin Roman and Kevin shot that shit down real real quick. It was like, no, we're not doing that. God, they did that. But wait, who threw my fucking mayor out again? Damien Priest. Damien Priest. Yeah, these, there you go, Priest. You can always come to my house. You can have some dinner. You can stay. Wait, wait till COVID's over, though. Because Tennessee right now, we, we a fucking mess. So, like, Hell no. Like, so, we can't even fucking wear a mask over his nose to fucking wrestle in. Oh, Jesus. So upset, honey. Other than that, everything, it was just a very, it was boring. It was a boring men's rumble, I'm not going to lie. But Edge lasted from the beginning slot. Christian came back. Yeah, Christian was there. Edge lasted that whole time. And it was down to him and uh, who was the last person? It was him, Randy, and somebody else. I don't remember. I think it was Seth. It was Seth. Was it Seth? I I think so. Strowman showed back up. Yeah, Strowman was there. Yeah, good for him. (laughs) (laughs) Strowman came back and and they tried to, Randy tried to pull a coup and get his, you know, get rid of um, Edge, but Edge was ultimately able to win the Rumble. Now, for everybody that's upset about um, Edge making his rounds, you do know that the Royal Rumble winner can decide which what champion he or she wants to go after. So if Bianca had decided she wanted to show up to Raw, she very well could have, just to keep the suspense going, okay? Um, Edge is making his rounds just as Charlotte did last year when she won the Royal Rumble. So relax. You'll know who he picks. There was something there was something that I thought was funny. So watching the women's Royal Rumble, Tom was talking about, 
you know, the winners. He and he, this was during the women's match, and he goes, um, something, something, 30 superstars. The winner of this women's Royal Rumble gets to choose whether or not they want to challenge either a Raw or SmackDown championship to a match. And I was like, where's it's NXT? Been that way. Yeah, I was like, oh. why didn't he say NXT? Because he didn't say NXT. He just said Raw and SmackDown. I guess I they're like, not going to go weird. that route this year. <laughs> but yeah, Edge is going... Yeah, but Edge is going to NXT, so I'm just like, so even though well, you know given that the gonna... fact that Charlotte challenged the, the NXT champion last year, I'd imagine that they, they won't go that route. Yeah, and also he, it's like he just, I mean, like this just happened, and this isn't anything, and it wasn't even anything that was like formally announced. He's just, this is just like stuff on social media that he's gonna that he's like, hey, I'm just gonna show up to NXT. Well, no, they actually announcement. It's an announcement. Oh, yeah. I wasn't an announcement. That's why I just had to show up. That's why I thought it was just weird. It's like, okay, I just went NXT because they say, you know, the men's winner can go to any brand of their choosing, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. But on the women's thing, they just said Raw and SmackDown. Now, I personally think that she's going to challenge Sasha for the belt. But it would, I mean, just kind of make it cohesive. Like, if you're going to say, Raw SmackDown NXT for men. Just say it for the women, even though you know she's not going to go to NXT, she's going to go for Sasha. Well, I think I they might have not want to say it. it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Also, I don't think they probably wanted to say NXT because you know that's that's what Charlotte did. Yeah, they already did that. I think it was it wasn't done to like it wasn't a slight. It was done because it had already been done. Like they had yeah. already done that, so uh, they're like, obviously, she's not gonna go after the NXT championship. So, you know, she's gonna challenge for either the Raw or SmackDown Women's Championship. I think that's just how it went. It wasn't nothing too deep. That makes sense. That's how I viewed it too, because it's just kind of like, obviously, like Bianca has moved on, right, from NXT. And she's talking about how she's the best and she wants to prove for her best. So she wants to prove for her best. Why would she? No offense, because we're still going to consider NXT um, developmental brand. Why would she go back to NXT? And where she started. Where she started when she can be like, you know what? I've been killing it up here. I want one of yours. And she and she always and she's been mentioning Sasha. No, I know know that. It's just at the time when Tom said it, it was like a little bit after the rumble for the women started. So I just thought that was kind of weird at that moment. I I didn't really think that much into it. Me either. I just, I just assumed. You know how I get. I get all the. I get all detective like when I hear and see things. All in all, it was it was an okay rumble. Daniel Bryan was in the rumble too. A lot of people thought Daniel was going to win, but I told them that Daniel Bryan was not going to win the rumble this year. He, he's on his last legs. He's not looking to um, to headline stuff like that. And I, they were like, "Well, he needs that because that's the only thing he hasn't won." And I was like, "So." I don't understand why he has to win the Rumble. What does that mean? Because he doesn't win it. Like, does does that mean it somehow makes him less than because he didn't win the fucking Rumble? I don't understand what the what the issue is. I was very confused. 
Um, I think um, I I wouldn't of mind because I know I'm a huge Daniel Bryan fan. I would have loved him winning. I understand him not winning. I am not necessarily I wasn't excited about Edge winning, but I understand it and it makes sense, especially when you go and this is just me thinking it from a marketing standpoint as well. You have who best to help Bianca on this journey of being a Rumble winner, potentially headlining a night of WrestleMania and potentially becoming a star overnight, not only within the industry, but in general. Correct. Then Edge. I mean, Bianca's already got it. Like this morning, she they released a um, an interview with her via Complex, and it was a good interview on there. And Bianca already had a piece of that last year with the Rumble when she got spotlighted in Essence magazine. So it's like it's only going to be a matter of time before she shows up. She already showed up on the shade room last year, too, as did um, Naomi. It's just, y'all, she already got it. You know what I'm saying? She already got everything she needs, but she do need some guidance. And Bianca's a very humble person, and she's not above listening to constructive criticism. And I think when you think about Edge and how he operated as a superstar, I mean, she could be one of the greatest heel, female heels of all time if she takes her cues from Edge. It's true. But all in all, Royal Rumble 2021, what kind of grade would you guys give it? I give it a B plus. It was a solid show. I give it a B plus. I can't really judge it because I didn't watch the whole thing. Cole, what do you think? Oh, about the rumble? Yeah, like what was yeah, overall grade. Um, I I'll give it a B plus. I liked it. I just wish it could have been a, it could have been a lot worse, honestly. Yeah, let's be real. Yeah, because Monday Night Raw was terrible. No, I mean it was it was bad, but it hasn't it wasn't as bad as it has been. I, I just was bored. I'm always, I'm always bored watching it. <laughs> That's no, why I stop I stopped watching Raw at ten. Oh I give God. them to it, ten to figure out what they're doing. Usually they don't, and I just check out and I change the channel and I go to sleep. It was just so it was so long. And when and then so, just to quickly recap, Ross, so we don't have to do it again. Uh, <laughs> the reality of it is, it set up Sheamus and Drew for the next pay per view, which is Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber is the next pay per view of the year. It set up Drew and him, and Edge was the one who kind of told Drew, like, listen, you have to be smarter than this. You're not being smart. You're, and, you know, being this humble. You know, congratulatory champion. It doesn't work that way. He said, You have a target on your back, you have to protect yourself. He was like, That's just not the kind of guy I am. And of course, Seamus came out there and 
bone kicked him shortly after he made it look like they were friends. And that was the beginnings of their feud. Um, the show ended with Edge having a match with Randy Orton. The best part of the show was the end because Bliss was out there and she was sitting on the ring post. And all of a sudden, this dark liquid just starts spilling out of her mouth. And Randy's just standing there and he takes this massive spear from Edge, which Edge was just completely gassed. At the end of that match, he had no energy at all to even lift up Randy Orton's leg for the pin. But Bliss scared the living shit out of me. And y'all know I'm a scared cat. I don't like that shit. That scared the fuck out of me. I'm like, this bitch... This demonic-looking bitch is over here leaking whatever the fuck is possessing her. It's coming out of her mouth right now on TV. And everybody's just sitting there. And I'm like, y'all don't see this shit? Y'all don't see this bitch over there? I was freaking out. Randy just stood there. <laughs> I'm like, well, she got your ass back for last week when she, <laughs> you RKO'd her. The rest of the show really... The only thing I can remember from the rest of the show was her business winning over a Lucha House Party. Charlotte walking out on Oscar and her taking that pin and um, Naomi and Lana being the number one contenders for those tag team titles. And that's it. I don't remember anything else. <laughs> it was It was a very long show but it was it didn't it, it wasn't nothing to write home about if that makes sense no, that sounds like raw the last couple of weeks anyway it was watchable i'll say that because sometimes you watch it and it's just like this is not it but it was it was it wasn't difficult to watch but it was just long and you're just like it's a whole nother hour it's like oh no like you <laughs> i had it on mute and I was gonna let my husband, you know, play the game. And while I was, while I was like, you know what, I'm gonna finish it out and go ahead and finish up commentary. The last part was the only part really worth recording and talking about. Oh, and Damian Priest had his debut match on Raw, so he's officially and he was he was literally introduced to on Raw. Yeah. Okay, regardless of what these fans, wrestling fans think, and this is not like all of them, but this is like the trash ones. <laughs> Bad Bunny is literally a fucking international star, like literally an international star. He is the first person to have in a complete non-English album reach number one on Billboard. He is the most streamed artist last year period like bad bunny is a fucking star and this is not just me being partial because i love reggaeton and spanish music and shit like that but this is just a general fact so he gets introduced the for the whatever show after fucking won the big fours mm-hmm. kicking off wrestlemania season and he's introduced by literally one of the biggest stars in the world period and then nigga showed up in a Bugatti. So, because <laughs> I was, because so, it was funny because people are like, "Is that Damian Priest?" Because you know that was something he would do. Yeah. 
And then um, Tiger Driver tweeted this out, and I was very upset that they tweeted this out because I had to think about it. And they were like, he, they were like, COVID fucking sucks. It's like, could you imagine a vignette we could have got a Bad Bunny and Damian Priest in a club? And I'm like, don't remind me, because that would have been so good. Yeah. I still don't like that Booker T song, but okay. <laughs> oh, no, that's like, no, that's the worst song in his album. Um, I mean, I, I'm okay with the song, but I don't like, Booker T's annoying. And then he's standing there. He's, the just, a, he's just a fucking mark. And that's why I think it's funny, too. It's like so- people were trying to talk shit about him being there. I said, like, do you realize how big of a fucking mark Bad Bunny is? <laughs> and it's, and it's Vince, Vince's dumb fucking ass. Is he in Crocker Park? He is. Um, he, I was like, if I was like, if Vince told you he was going to give you X amount of money to show up and jump off the top rope and just be there and live out your fucking childhood doing, dream. Right. Just because they that's they 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 watched it for so long. Some of them damn celebrities will do it for less than what they would charge anybody else. Facts. Dude. Vince be like, you want ten dollars to show up on Raw? I mean, yeah, Raw sucks, but I'm like, yeah, duh. Fucking Raw. Who who turns it down? I wouldn't. Hell no, I'd show my ass up. I'd be the first person <laughs> in the fucking stadium. Right. They'd be like, what are you doing at seven in the morning? I was like, I just wanted to make sure I was on time. Right. I'm basking. I'm basking in the ambiance. <laughs> Let me live I'll literally life. look at everybody when they would come in and wave. Like, oh my god, am I wrong? Oh my god. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much it. WrestleMania yeah. season is underway, and we'll just see what's. We got Elimination Chamber and Fastlane. Fastlane and Elimination Chamber are the next two pay per views before WrestleMania. Yes, ma'am. So hopefully, we'll see. We'll see what they pull out of their ass this year. Yeah. Uh, I think this. Well, ladies and gents, that's all we got. We ain't got no more. Thank you so much for listening to Down for the Count. Don't forget to follow us on our social media at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter and at D4TZ underscore podcast on Instagram. If you have a topic or subject you want us to cover, don't forget to hit us up on our social media. Or if you're listening to us via Anchor, the voice messages are always open. And as always, we love to see you. We love hearing from you. And we can't wait to get our next episode out to you. With that being said, We'll see you guys next time.